0: Good evening. The NFL Week 5 DFS show is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to slash winbet That's slash n b e t to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast. They're giving away an autographed DeAndre Swift jersey and a merch store gift card. Get all the details by following them on Twitter at SGPNFantasy. We're also brought to you by the MLB Gambling Podcast. They're giving away a Major League Baseball jersey as part of their Wild Card playoff contest yes. exclusively in the SGPN app. We are the NFL Week 5 DFS show for DFS Week 5. Isn't that ironic how... It keeps going in chronological order,
1: Scott. I'm sensing a pattern. I, I think we have it figured out. Uh, now we just have to make sure all the patterns align, and we pick the right plays of oh, the best plays, <laughs> the top plays. Uh, how are you doing, Bo McBrayer? Underscore, uh, Bo, Bo, Bo underscore my big time on Twitter. I'm Nimble W Numbers on Twitter. By the way, if we didn't say that before, Scott Simpson and Bo McBrayer. Bo, how are you doing, brother?
0: Excellent. It's hump day. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I, also, I, I'm. I'm already excited for the slate. Week five has got a, a, an
1: interesting mixed bag of games. It does. It has a lot of high totals, too, in that 49, 48, 47 range. Last week, we saw a bunch of 40s, 39s, 41s. I hate that. That's not how we want to roll. We want to roll big-time scores. We want lots of scores, uh, a la the, uh, the the Lions and the Seattle Seahawks. That that.
0: One thing that's going to be tricky for the main slate, though, is that we finally have some good primetime games coming this week. And the London game on Sunday morning is going to be a couple of good teams on that off the main slate with the Giants and the Packers, both three and one going to London to play at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. So they're not going to be on the main slate, but there's still plenty of great plays here to dive into. Uh, is your first game that you're seeing Pittsburgh at Buffalo with that gigantic point spread? 14 points in the NFL is that's like a 48 spread in college. That's like Alabama against Fordham.
1: Yeah, it's not good if you're Pittsburgh coming into <laughs> Buffalo. It, it, I'm thinking of like Ohio State hosting Michigan in the in the time when Michigan wasn't as good, uh, and, and they would come in and uh, there'd be some trouncing going on. Uh, years of it. This is kind of what yep. we're dealing with. We got the varsity and the JV. Uh, no offense to Pittsburgh, where they got a rookie quarterback, Kenny Pickett, uh, coming in last week. He scored two rushing touchdowns. Good for him. Found George Pickens. Um, but in this game, I'm, I'm looking at the studs. I'm looking particularly at Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. I love that stack. It's a little expensive. It's going to make you, you know, 16 6, but you can add Firemuth and a couple other cheaper parts here with some injuries on the Bills side to make yourself like a nice game stack. Uh, Let me ask you though, who do you like on the bills side other than Stefan Diggs and and Josh Allen, who everyone loves and we love as well.
0: That's it. (laughs) Actually. Yeah. I'm going to actually run that stack out there another time because it's such a good stack. Uh, The, the Steelers are decent at stopping the run. Well, the problem is the, the bills don't run the ball very much unless it's Josh Allen himself, which really lends to, that, that upside that he has every week and especially through the air this week because the cor- the corners for Pittsburgh are not good. Mm-hmm. They have Minka Fitzpatrick. That's about it out there in the secondary that's making plays, and he's a good player. Anytime you see a spread this big in the NFL, I'm almost always taking the underdog because it's so hard to cover that kind of a number even if the teams are, aren't evenly matched. as It appears on paper that they're not, hence the spread being this big. I also kind of feel like this is going to be an under game because Buffalo is not going to have to keep their foot on the gas pedal the whole game. I don't think they're going to have any trouble slowing down Kenny Pickett in his first NFL start, especially when they're a top five defense, a top five defense against a guy making his first NFL start with no offensive line. Uh, It doesn't seem like they're going to be able to score very many points on Buffalo, so, I think Buffalo can get up to 21 to 3, 21 to 10 lead and just kind of coast. And I don't think we get anywhere near a 47 total. So, I will keep it skinny in this game and not game stack. I'm going to do a Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. I might throw in a little Devin Singletary or, or, a, or a Dawson Knox kind of offshoot. And in a big tournament, I might throw in Khalil Shakir, especially if Isaiah McKenzie cannot clear concussion protocol.
1: Nice. I like that. Uh, all right, let's jump to another game that has a similar total 47 and a hook for Cleveland, hosting the LA Chargers and, and Justin Herbert. Oh man. Uh Justin Herbert leading sound the alarm. Yeah, sounding the alarm indeed. J- Justin Herbert leading the NFL in receiving or sorry in passing yards with his number one receiver, Keenan Allen, out with a broken rib cartilage floating around in the nebulous of his uh his throwing side of his body as well. Uh what can this guy not do, apparently?
0: Well, I've been telling you guys for three years that this guy is just built different. He's just hyper competitive. He's got all the physical traits. He's got the intelligence and you're it's everything you ever wanted in a quarterback. And he's on a good team. The chargers and the Browns are, I think are going to shoot out big time. I think sure. they're going to, I think they're going to hit a 55, 60 total. Uh, one reason is because Nick Chubb is out there and if we don't we if you haven't watched the chargers this year it's kind of like last year except they're a little bit better at getting off the field on third downs they were dead last against on on defending third downs last year in the nfl they're better this year they're still the same exact 30th against running backs that they were last year. So they're, they, they're not good at stopping the run. And I'm, I'm bringing in the leading rusher in the NFL, Nick Chubb to run a muck against this, against this weak run defense. I'm loving the Nick Chubb play. I'm actually loving a lot of these Browns plays as leverage against a chalky, Justin Herbert, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler business, because, you're going to see a lot of those same guys in double stacks against the Browns defense, which
1: just hasn't been that good either. Yeah. One thing I love about this game too, is the Chargers give up around 27 points per game. Uh, The Browns give up 23 and a half. So you're looking at an over total of 50 points given up combined. Uh, by these defenses, the total is only 47 and a half. So you're looking at a four point margin right there. That's a little bit of a, yeah, a little bit of a a sneaky trick uh, that they're trying to play on you. And, and Stefanski likes to run the football. We know that 53% of the time he's running the football every time, right? I think I've got something for that. 60% (laughs) of the time it works every time. Well, actually it does because he does it 56% of the time at home and they're home. So that 53% it's weighted, really. Like, he does it even more when he's at home. Uh, and so you're going to see a little bit uh, of uh, control the clock, but he's not going to be able to control the clock because Justin Herbert's going to get the ball. He's going to zing it downfield to Mike Williams or Josh Palmer. Listen to this. This is great. I love this. Uh, we've got – no offense to these guys because they're they're better than me. They can kick my ass. But, uh, you know, we've got Newsom. And we have Ward, uh, Greg Newsom, the second Denzel Ward. They're ranked 64th and 93rd on PFF, Weesh. respectively. And I said, I don't think that's respectful. So you know that's that's not good. Uh, also,
0: not against the best passer in the NFL.
1: <laughs> and in those one-on-one matchups against uh, Mike Williams, he has 35 to 40 pounds on both of them, right? And mm-hmm. he's got several inches on both of them too.
0: Whoa! Whoa!
1: Hey, hey! Don't say penetration. Uh, so, uh, I do think he'll be able to get behind the defense. If you know what I'm talking about, uh, and, and touchdowns, yeah, listen, I'm, I'm going to go with the Mike Williams stack, but the Palmer stack is a nice contrarian sneaky stack too. Uh, and you got to run it back with Chubb if you're going to stack it because Chubb all day. What oh, about Chubb's
0: Chub's in there. Ch- Chubb is in there, like swimwear. Um, oh, yeah. I'm also a huge fan of keeping the Gerald Everett train going. This guy's scoring points every single week, so, and still can't get any respect. Gerald Everett is the perfect match for this offense, and it's showing that. They, I mean, they had, they targeted Jared Cook 85 times last year. Oh my god! And now you have a guy who's actually athletic. Uh, Jared Cook used to be athletic, but he was a billion years old last year, and still got 85 targets from Justin Herbert and they still targeted the other tight ends as well last year. And now you have all those guys are, are pretty much out of the picture, and Everett's getting all those snaps. He's, he's running all the routes, and he's benefiting because he's a great run after the catch tight end too. Justin yeah. Herbert's enjoying himself with that new little toy, especially with Keenan Allen not out there getting open on the intermediate routes. Gerald Everett slipped in, and he's putting up big numbers this year.
1: I don't understand this, right? He's got fourteen point four points, thirteen point one dips a little bit, four point five. Okay, comes back seventeen point one. They raise him two hundred dollars. He should be like forty eight hundred. I just okay. I just I can't do it. You know, uh, it's it's too much. It's too much. Um, <laughs> all right, but it's okay. I'm not in charge of DraftKings. I'll just benefit off of their stupidness. Uh all right. I think we need to to to, to get to an ad read because I feel like we've been going yeah. for a long time. Let's go.
0: Thinking of joining WinBet, now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Looking to join the WinBet Biggest Winners Club? Whoever hits the biggest parlay on WinBet odds-wise gets a $1,000 free bet. Last week, someone turned $6 into $4,000 Plus, they got a free $1,000 bet. Winbet truly. Hashtag DGENs only. There's there's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through Winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone, plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubo TV free for seven days and get fifteen percent off your first month. Just go to fubotv.com/sgp. That's fubotv.com/sgp. Next game on the slate, Scotty.
1: Okay, so the next game, it doesn't look like on paper that it's something, but I think both these defenses shoot have been out, better. shoot out. I mean, Jacksonville's defense has been better, but divisional matchup here. Houston coming in, their defense has not been good. Uh, They like to give up points, but then they like to score points too. Um, We had somebody actually ask a question in the chat, and I want to give uh, Michi a little bit of uh run here on the show since he's watching. Appreciate it so much. Um, so, who do you like? If you have to sit one of these, Jamal Williams, Leonard Fournette, or Damian Pierce. Pierce is in this matchup. And the other two running backs we're going to talk about as we get on the slate walk.
0: Uh, shoot, man. I'd probably... Both. It's really close. I'd probably bench right. Jamal Williams. He had such a crazy good matchup last week. And that's why he's so chalky, so popular. Uh, Pierce is on one. He's going to get a lot of volume for the long term. Same with... With Fournette, Fournette's he took a little breather last week. Still did pretty well, even with negative three yards rushing. He had some receiving volume, found the end zone. He paid off no matter what you do. Fournette and Pierce are are going to keep going consistently, based not based on not on matchup, but based on just how much work they get. So yeah, I'd probably bench Jamal Williams, but it's close.
1: It's close. Yeah, and I like it. I, I told him to go Curtis Samuel over Najee Harris just because the upside in in that game. There's no Johan Dotson. You, you have a, a funnel, uh, and Curtis Samuel is going to probably get ten targets in that game. So, um, yeah. What are you going, Najee?
0: No, yeah, probably just because I can count on him to get enough looks. Uh, I think Buffalo shuts. Or who, who are the who are the who are the Commanders playing by the way?
1: In Tennessee. So Tennessee.
0: Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's. Good. Close, but I like Najee's volume. You can't, you can't bench your studs. If it's a first round pick, you're not benching them.
1: Yeah, you can't, you can't bench first rounders. That's that's for sure. Um, in, in this matchup, are you stacking uh Lawrence with anybody? Or are you going uh, naked on the quarterback? No quarterback and doing a game stack with a, maybe a running back, a wide receiver? How are you attacking this?
0: Well the last couple of weeks I've been kind of down on Christian Kirk because of the matchups and he did score a touchdown week 3 which bailed out people who did roster him. Last week he was non-existent just like I said he would be. And so if you faded Christian Kirk last week because I said so, you, congratulations. You you avoided the ch- <laughs> the chalk bomb. You avoided the chalk bomb that was a complete dud. And this week I'm back on great? Christian. Yeah, and back on him this week because if you're stacking you're stacking against the Houston Texans heavily. Yes. So I, I love ETN in this game. I love J Rob in this game. And then your Christian Kirk, Trevor Lawrence stack is going to be extremely viable as a value saver, as a leverage play and as a sneaky shootout like this. This mm-hmm. game has a very, uh, has a couple average at best defenses, but I, I think the Jags handle them. The Texans are really bad, like really, really bad. And the yeah. Jags have been surprisingly good, but still kind of average. Two and two. They lead this division of futility. I think they handle their business. And you can still play the Texans. You can play Pierce even though he's chalky. I'd probably rather not. Mm. I'd, I'd probably overload the Jaguars side here. But there are there are some leverages out there like Nico Collins that you can play in a, in a game stack. I just love the Jaguars side of this.
1: Yeah. And I got to say, uh, Jamal Agnew sucking out two touchdowns last week. What a mind <laughs> What a mind up. All right. I'll say this. I I do like Christian Kirk a lot this week uh, in my Nimble W Numbers article. uh, It's a, you know, GPP plays to get you paid, right? Um, I I put in uh, Mike Evans, a little bit more expensive, but in that same range. Uh, But Kirk was the one I was going between Kirk and Evans. I I had to go with with Evans. He's got 30 touchdowns with Tom Brady in the last three years. I just I mean, it seems good. Seems good, yeah. Right. Seems real good. So, all right. Uh, let's jump over to a game that uh, I'm not excited about the game, but I am excited about what Justin Jefferson is going to do to these <laughs> Bears corners. I, I don't know if if people actually know who the Bears corners are, um, but they're not very good. Um, I know
0: who they are, and yet you're right; they are not good at all. We were just talking are- about the Browns corners being bad.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bears
0: corners are not as good at Scent
1: let me tell you uh kindle the Bears vildor.
0: wish they had denzel ward right
1: right <laughs> kindle vildor uh sounds like a, a guy out of middle earth but no he's the best corner they have he ranks 87th in coverage uh that out of 108 that's not good right and then the second best they have is is, is kyler gordon who he ranks get this 103rd in coverage out of 108 so if and if you're going to up-
0: he's their rookie he's their rookie high pick and he's getting targeted. He's getting yeah. ex- he, they're go- just like what happens with just about every rookie corner out there. There haven't been very many rookie corners that come into the league good like ready made. Yeah. Uh and he's definitely not because he's getting exploited on pretty much by every offense that's played the Bears so far except for San Francisco week 1 where they couldn't throw the ball anyway. Yeah. Uh, but him against any any of these guys against Justin Jefferson, against pretty much anybody uh, this is going to be an ugly one, and the only yes. chance the Bears have is to keep them off the field with their running game. Yep,
1: yep. If you're stacking, it's Khalil Herbert season, my friends. I know last week he disappointed. Listen, it's a week-to-week game. It doesn't mean last week is indicative. Justin can could play the, the
0: Texans team. every week, guys.
1: You, can, you cannot, but um, you saw what Latavius Murray did consistently just get – Feeding, feeding, feeding. Um, th- there's gross. a good run. Yeah, it was gross. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, good, good, good offensive line there in New Orleans. Uh, and so, uh, you know, Chicago offensive line, not as strong as New Orleans. But but volume, volume, volume. In this gross game, they are going to slow it down. I think this goes under unless yes. Minnesota blows them the hell out. and just Which, you it. know,
0: Kirk Cousins is not good enough to do that. Nope, he has not been a- good this year. Uh, he had his one good game in Week One. He looked pretty shaky last week in London, and it wasn't. It wasn't like the. It wasn't like the Vikings were otherworldly, moving the ball up and down the field on on the Saints. We saw Jefferson own Lattimore, but that was about it.
1: It was yeah, and also if you look at this uh, Minnesota defense, they. I mean, who, who's on the other side? You have Andy Dalton throwing the football. Kirk Cousins is better than Andy Dalton. Let's just say that. So uh, I think it'll be a, a nice little uh, run for, for Minnesota. I think they crushed them handily. I take, I'm take. i going to take the seven in this matchup. Um, how about you? How are you leaning?
0: Yeah, I'd probably take – no, I think the Bears will cover. And it's going to be a closer game. Uh, I, I really don't have any respect for Kirk Cousins right now. He looks awful. He looks He's atrocious. Uh, I would actually do a little – little face-off stack with Justin Fields and Justin Jefferson because Fields in a comeback type of play where they're going to be forced to throw the ball more than they have they've been keeping it close all year and that's because the running game has been so good that they haven't been blown out I think that even if the Vikings do get off to a nice lead that we're going to see the the Bears be forced to throw the ball more which is either going to be really really good for Justin Fields or really really bad because he hasn't been making the best decisions this season.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. And, and this is called a setup. Speaking about making great decisions, <laughs> that's one of those, you know, home run balls that you just, you know, not not Castellano home runs, but like a real one, you know.
0: <laughs> are we are we moving on to the ad read here? Oh, maybe. All possibly. Right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Do you ever wish that before every NFL game you could get up to date and accurate information before placing bets or locking in your fantasy lineup? Well, now you can with the Elias Game Plan app, the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and Major League Baseball. Whether you're part of a fantasy tournament, placing bets, or just a huge sports fan and stats nerd, Elias Gameplan has everything you need. Elias Game Plan is a sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats, the Elias Sports Bureau, official statisticians of U.S. Pro Sports League since 1913. You see and hear their trusted facts all the time from ESPN, your local radio broadcasts and television broadcasts. But now you can have all the stats, facts and team and player updates in the palm of your hand, all backed by the renowned research team. The head-to-head comparisons really inform my picks. Elias game plan app really just breaks it down easy for you You get the key injuries. And it, it just makes it easy. I don't have to go searching through numerous sites. I can just pull up my phone, pull up the app, see it's right there. Everything you need, it's filterable. And I can bring it up anytime I want. I could be laying in bed watching Sports Center, and bring up Elias game plan app and do it. Take this NFL season to the next level and download the Elias Game Plan app today. Choose from three game plans when you subscribe, weekly, monthly, or annual. I can get you 25% off your first month when you choose the monthly subscription. Just use our promo code SGPN25. Find Elias Game Plan Sports Betting in the App Store or Play Store today and use my promo code SGPN25. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use our code SGP. It's time you level up with the Amazon to Amadong with the ultimate bushwhacking tools from Manscaped. Where that? Where does that come from?
1: <laughs> that was great. That was perfect.
0: <laughs> I'm just reading it here, and we have Manscaped too. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play and pick on contests versus other people for the shot at winning a quarter million dollars plus in cash. Download the app. Choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20x your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet on up to five player prop over-unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined. Because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. Sign up now with promo code SGPN at NoHouseAdvantage dot or download the app to get a first deposit match up to twenty five dollars. Scotty, the My Lions. Game. We got the Matt Patricia revenge game. With it's the it's- Patriots hosting the Lions.
1: It's interesting. Uh-huh. I wonder how much T is going to be involved uh, with with the offensive, you know, defensive coordinator meetings at, at the the middle there's of the. Field
0: run, there's going to be some running the football in this game. I tell you what.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't think that it gets to to 46. Even the Lions do score a, a lot of points, so um, and
0: give and, up a lot of points. And they
1: give up a lot of points too, but I do think it's going to maybe it does. But uh, I love the running backs in this game, particularly. Uh, on the Patriots' side of the football. The Lions just hand over points. You saw what they did with Rashad Penny uh, last week. They were just like, can you score some more touchdowns, please? Just maybe one? No, maybe make it two? Please, more touchdowns. It was gross. Uh, unless you're a Penny uh, prosperer, and then you're very excited about that. <laughs> uh, so, and by the way, I want to say, uh, Bo McBreyer on chalk blocked, uh, You know, he called Penny. He said at 4,900 he was a slate-breaking play
0: so i was oh and and what happened scott you
1: broke the slate <laughs> oh you
0: broke the slate oh see yeah, right. so if you had if you had my two top running back plays austin eckler and rashad penny did you win
1: you did you want the money right you want yeah. the money you want the money yeah no it, it, it's good to be good no let's just yeah but yeah,
0: it sucks
1: way. to suck. It does suck to suck. So I- in this game, though, I think there's some sucking that <laughs> goes <Disgusting>. on. It's <laughs>
0: not great. The
1: quarterback play is not great. I like Jared Goff, but I don't think he he lights it up against the, 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 the Pats. I think this game is a little low. But Ramondis Stevenson or Damian Harris, they're only $100 apart. If you're leaning pick one him. or the other, pick them. I, I said the same yeah. thing in my article for sports gambling. I have not published it yet. But it, I, I advocate for Damian because he's got the touchdown equity at the goal line. Ramondre could come in and, and I think
0: they're both going to score a touchdown in this game.
1: I agree. I agree. If there's a prop out there, double touchdowns for them both, parlay it or do it on, uh, you know, one of the different apps, one of the different sites you could do. I'm yeah. not going to say anything, but yeah, please do. Um, <laughs> right, let's jump over to a game that is kind of gross. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, not not the greatest. I mean, he's a little sneaky, but still not the greatest. Uh, Tyree Kill, though. It is is the greatest. I think he's the greatest player in this game. Uh, right now, he's the third-leading uh, wide receiver in DraftKings points. He's giving, he's scoring about 24 uh, points per game. I, I did not fade Tyreek Hill this year. I swooped. In, in, in the guillotine league, Paul Charchin's league, I'm doing well. I've got him, right? Uh, he came all the way back to me uh, after the second round. Uh, I loved it. Uh, uh, what do we think about Tyreek Hill? 8K. Are you stacking him with Teddy in this matchup? It's a pay-down stack. No. Not no. doing it.
0: This is not the week for for old Tyreek Hill. Uh, it's Teddy Bridgewater kills this offense. He's not good. He's, He's turnover good. prone. He's turnover prone. They already have enough trouble running the football. Uh, this is going to be a tough game for the Dolphins to win unless they just start breaking off big plays on Yak. Like I don't see Teddy Bridgewater throwing the ball down the field at all. Tua didn't do it very much. I don't think Teddy does it at all. So it's going to have to be the Raheem Mostert or Chase Edmonds that does it for the Dolphins or maybe Jalen Waddell or Mike Kosicki. I I think if they get to the point total they need to hit, it's going to be through weird stuff. And the Jets, they're not as bad as we thought they'd be this year. Their offense has a lot of weapons, and I'm going to be playing a lot of Brees Hall, Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson. Zach Wilson's just going to get better as this season progresses. He has the weaponry. He he looked okay the first game out there. It wasn't it wasn't the best game. He threw some picks, but we know Zach Wilson's going to take shots, and he do, he took shots. He he went he went after it. Uh, is he is he going to be a great DFS quarterback play? No, but we have explosive playmakers on that side of the ball that we can at least throw out there that hardly anybody is going to have.
1: Yeah. Would Would you rather have Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, or Corey Davis? They're all really. Relatively priced. Doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, I'll have a little bit of all
1: of them. Hey, hey, right answer. Circle gets the square. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) Yeah, agreed. All right, uh, let's talk about the next game. Atlanta going into Tampa Bay. I just want to tell you something real quick. Maybe you did know this, maybe you didn't. Tom Brady, in in the four games he's played against Atlanta as a a, a buck. He owns Atlanta. He's like 10-0 against them. He just, you know, he owns them. Um, But... Uh, he's thrown 15 touchdowns and 1,400 yards, and plus some some change in these four games. And then the, the news breaks that his, his wife and him are now separated and might be official. Um, is he going to go nuclear in this game, or is this going to be just a, a total flip? The script does not happen, and it's a run game, just to throw everybody off. What's going to happen?
0: I think he's going to throw three touchdowns in this game. But I don't know about nuclear because I don't know if he hits the yardage that we're expecting. He he threw for a bunch of yards last week because he kind of had they to. Were
1: they, they were losing.
0: Yeah, yeah, they were losing. The Chiefs were scoring 41 points. So yeah. Tom Brady aired it out. And, of course, Mike Evans against man-to-man coverage like the Chiefs run. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. That's why I had a lot of Mike Evans in, in my showdown oh, slate last week you. because it was just a no-brainer. You had a guy like that that can, that can go up and beat man coverage like a drum. And I Six don't
1: think it,
0: I know they're not going to see a lot of man coverage from from the Falcons. They're going to see A.J. Terrell. They're going to see uh, Casey Hayward. Those are zone corners that are going to be tough on the outside. But so they're, they're
1: it's short, a, though. let's just be honest right now. Those guys are both like five eleven. That doesn't
0: that doesn't matter. OK, it I think zone coverage is tougher on Tom so Brady about, and Mike Evans.
1: The end zone, though, if you're looking in the end zone, which is Chris Gladwin.
0: Chris Godwin.
1: You're wrong, Chris Godwin. I like that.
0: Chris Godwin is a leverage play here. Uh, 8%. I think Evans is going to tick up in the chalk a little bit, but he's a full $1,000 cheaper than Evans, and I just feel he has a better matchup. The Falcons are soft in the middle. They're not soft in the outside. Terrell and Hayward are great corners, and that's the strength of this defense.
1: Where are you getting your projection numbers, by the way? I don't have them yet on Run the Sims. Run
0: the Sims.
1: How, how are they up for you? I don't even have them over here. My it's Sims giving me ownership. a base projection. Oh, it's not. But is it giving you the ownership? Yeah. It's hmm. it's early, but it's it's something. I'm not getting any. I got it. My Sims need to be run. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> super Sims. That's good to know. Will you keep the project? You keep the uh, the numbers coming because I, I do need to know. Um, oh oh, they just updated. Oh okay, now I got it too. Oh man, I feel very powerful now. Yeah, that is a like <laughs> wow. Yeah, I didn't know it was such a cheap play there from from Godwin. Holy crap, that's crazy! Um, Isn't that great? Yeah. Isn't that, that wonderful? I didn't know that. See, I did see that would have changed my whole perspective. I would not even have talked about the lovely Mike Evans. Well, he's lovely though.
0: Um, so, but. and here's the thing: is if we think that the Bucks are going to handle the Falcons, which I think it should be clear that they are. Yeah, they are. Uh, we're playing Kyle Pitts again.
1: I mean forty four yeah.
0: hundred guys.
1: Ride or die. You can never not DFS
0: is ride or die. DFS yeah. is exactly what Kyle Pitts is made for. He's gonna drive us into the he's gonna drive us to the poorhouse in season long because he's gonna have five, six, seven, maybe eight spike weeks where he's un otherworldly, and we then you're to gonna have him. your Arthur you're gonna have your Arthur Smith games where he sees four targets.
1: Yeah. Did did you like my tweet that I sent out about uh <laughs>
0: Oh, you're, you're <laughs> relentless with it. It's it's every every bad week we're gonna get all these Kyle Pitts and Arthur Smith memes.
1: well it's because Ky- I couldn't get them anywhere, you guys. It's, it's you, yeah. you and Mike, you got them on every league I'm in with you. So I, I'm I'm more just giving you a hard time because I couldn't get any shares. I've got zero Kyle Pitt shares on any teams ever. You guys are animals, by the way. Yeah. So far,
0: Kyle Pitts is showing up as extremely chalky at 4,400, which is pretty pretty understandable. But if you're doing a game stack here, I I would still do it as part of a double stack run back. Uh, Do an Evans-Godwin stack and then run it back with Kyle Pitts to break up some of that chalk. I still want a piece of that.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. All right. Uh are you playing any Rashad White? And you know, anything going on here? You know, sneaky, he got in the end zone yeah, last
0: week. Deep deep yeah, deep tournament play, just in deep case. Um Fournette's still I, I think it kind of gave Fournette a breather game because <laughs> he was getting so much work.
1: Oh yeah. he's got, they want to uh, win the score, so f-
0: better than the, the late touchdown by White was his five receptions for fifty yards. That was more important for me to see than than him finding the end zone
1: third down usage uh, when you needed Great a first time. down. Yeah, I love that. That's that's man stuff there. Uh, speaking of man stuff, we'll transition over to Derrick Henry going up against the Washington football team. After two lackluster weeks scoring eight DraftKings points week one week two, uh, in the 25 two in a row, double touchdowns. You see it. More importantly, 11 targets n- nine receptions. Oh, what? It's what? happening. What? It's happening. What? What I don't understand, my, I'm out of seizure. There, he's actually a PPR back now. He's he's getting
0: different. more targets than Alvin Kamara.
1: Figuring it out, F- four four five targets a game, five and a half targets a game the last two. Hey,
0: guess guess what it took? Too long. Awesome. It took it took Arthur Smith leaving town.
1: <laughs>
0: oh <my> gosh, you right? <laughs> Arthur Smith left last year, and they started. Throwing, remember early in the season? Yeah, we saw Derrick Henry get targets last year. He broke his foot. He was out but he comes back this year and wow. he's catching passes. Arthur Smith has a track record of ignoring the best players on the
1: planet. Not well, so- just not using them right, but ignoring them. Well, we'll think about this though. He has Cordell Patterson and he runs him, runs him, which is fine. But imagine if you use Cordell Patterson in space and then gave him the ball, he wouldn't have to juke nine guys. He had ju- six guys or three guys. It's just it's, 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 it's,
0: it's, it's. and Cordell is now in the oh. IR because they gave him
1: twenty-four carries a game and didn't throw it's him not, the ball. He's not a running back. It's just it's, he's thirty-one years old. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a seizure on. I gotta stop. Okay, but in this game, uh, Tennessee versus Washington. Washington sucks. Let's just put play it that Derrick way. Henry. Play Derrick Henry. Play Derrick <laughs> Henry. Play Derrick. <laughs> and, and play the Titans' defense because even though they don't get a lot of pressures, Carson Wentz. He has listen to this, Bo. You're gonna love this. Four games as a commander, he's averaging two turnovers a game. He's got five picks, three fumbles. So he's, just, he's
0: got more turnovers than a bakery.
1: Oh my <laughs> god! The French he would not keep them in business. They he would keep selling them out. It's ridiculous. So I he's I got like more
0: turnovers. He's got more turnovers than the Walmart distribution center. <laughs> oh.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, he's got more turnover than Waffle House, bro. It's not good. It's not good. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I think that uh, you should play Derrick Henry in the defense. Uh, are you sniffing uh, Robert Woods? I think there's that idea. Okay, Traylon Burks sidelined. All the targets are going to – no, it doesn't work that way, folks. Um, maybe this
0: week. Maybe this week because the commanders can't can't, they can't just – they, they can't cover anybody. No. Uh, and Bobby Trees is still good at football. And it's at 5,200 this week. That's a good spot. Uh, Play it week by week with Bobby Trees. This is a good week. Commanders are awful at everything. They are a terrible, terrible team.
1: They're going to lose this game, by the way. And I I, I live here in the D.C. area, and and it's called Misery Monday. So (laughs) it's hilarious.
0: Yeah. great. Yeah. All right. It's crazy that so many of us enjoy the finer things in life and so many of us still settle for blah coffee every day. With trade coffee, you can start every morning with something special. I'm one of those people who drinks a lot of coffee, like a lot, a lot. But I couldn't tell you exactly what makes up a good cups taste so good. All I know is that when I get my coffee from trade coffee, it's great. Not to get too deep, but every day is precious, and we all should make the most of our days. They shouldn't start with mediocre grocery store coffee. You deserve to start your day with the best coffee you can make at home from Trade Coffee. Let me tell you about Trade Coffee. It's a coffee subscription service unlike anything you've tried before because they partner with top independent roasters to freshly roast and send the best coffees in the country direct to your home on your preferred schedule. Their team of experts do all the work taste testing hundreds of coffees from across the U.S. every month to curate over 450 exceptional coffees that make the cut. The coffee I get from Trade is so good. They can't believe, I can't believe how much I like what they pick for me. And their team actually worked with me to create my own custom collection, which is great for me because, I mean, if you're like me and you want your coffee to taste great, go and check out my collection at Trade. I got that Nebula coffee from mother tongue which is based in oakland california that stuff is great i love dark roast coffees robust flavor a little bit extra bitterness i like a little bitter in my coffee darker the better and what if it's what if i what i got isn't up your alley don't worry trade will have whatever it is you want you can shop their most popular coffees by roast or flavor profile or you can take their coffee quiz and get expertly matched with coffees you'll love Trade is the easiest way to get your very best tasting coffee delivered fresh when you need it. You've got nothing to lose because Trade guarantees you'll love your first bag. If not, they'll work with you to replace it for free. So if you want to support small businesses and brew the best cup of coffee you've ever made at home, it's time to try Trade Coffee. Right now, Trade is offering our listeners a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping at drinktrade.com slash SGP. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off your subscription to the best coffees in the country. What is Odds Trader? Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different signup codes and promotions from sportsbooks to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep records of all your games and betting activity. You can do hand handicapping, play by play updates, live scores, and bet tracking, player stats, key game stats, projected game day weather. Bet Tracker allows you to keep records of all your games and betting activity. Go to oddstrader.com blue wire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. Let's
1: wrap up this slate. It, it's getting sexy now. Uh Geno Smith time? Jesus. <laughs> oh my Geno god.
0: Smith. Let's just pray what? that James Winston is back this week. Oh, if if we have a Geno Smith versus Andy Dalton game, I don't I don't know if I can handle it.
1: I mean you you know somebody like Paul Howdy'd be real excited because those are probably guys that he was like big on in like nineteen ninety five or something, you know. <laughs> so. <laughs> so anyway. In this matchup, you have got a forty six point total. I don't I don't I don't know if it goes that high. I think why are the Saints favored in this game by so much? I don't I'm confused. This is an interesting. Do they not know Andy Dalton to that? Watch the Red Rifle or whatever they call him. No, I
0: I think they're expecting Jameis to be back with that line. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's that's a nice line. But um,
0: still, I think the
1: Seahawks are gonna win this game. And Alvin Kamara, is he back too? He's is everybody to. back? Everybody, okay, eh, okay, that makes more sense. I still think it's going to be a little bit tougher of a game um, because uh, New Orleans does not look great, and let Kirk Cousins, you know, win the game on them. Basically, <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, that double doink, what a what a great game! I loved that for London. I loved it for the morning. I can't wait to watch, uh, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers and Saquon Barkley. I was so hungover for that game. Oh my god. Mm, yeah, I, I'm. I'm still 6:30 really well. a.m. It's so early for you guys. I feel so bad for you. Um, is, is, there, is there anybody? Uh, I don't. Uh, the the roster ship is crazy. Tyler Lockett picking up almost 20 percent roster ship. And then Olave Olave, Olave as well. I mean, they're they're right there. Um, they're both at 56, 5,700. They're that mid-range guy that you're looking to kind of pay down for, so you can pay up for somebody else. So you, know, you get people getting the leverage and the action there. But right now they're they're getting owned, literally. Uh, if you play in those two guys, uh, are you you're not running them back? Is that are you differentiating? Is that how you're doing it? Or are you just playing one? What what's your strategy? I'm
0: I'm fading the saints. Give me, give me all the I mean. If Kamara plays, I'm playing him, but I don't really I'm not going after the chalk here. It's it's gonna be for me, I want to do the leverage stack. Like we just saw Geno Smith was QB1 last week. And yes, it was against a bad defense, but the Saints are okay at defense. Well, who's to say that DK Metcalf can't have another big game here? Mm-hmm. And he's a lot more leveraged than the Olave Michael Thomas, all the, all these guys that you're looking at from the Saints, even Lockett, I don't know why Lockett's so chalky
1: and DK's not. It well, was DK who had the huge game. I think it's because, you know, the price. People like to pay down for the upside, but it's not always worth it. Sometimes you Rashad get what you penny. Mean, give me all the Rashad Penny in this game. He did not practice this week. Or I mean today. So, so far, yeah, but it yeah, doesn't he, mean but, anything. Doesn't mean anything. And, and look at Christian McCaffrey from last week. That's why I was trying to I
0: Kyle Pitts didn't that. practice today either. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, wake me up when it's Friday. Yeah. I, I will read the re- practice reports from Friday. That's the only one that matters. Agreed. If it's Wednesday or Thursday practice, it means absolutely diddly squat.
1: Yes. With that being said, though, Kenneth Walker, 4,700. Mm-hmm. No, too soon. Mm. DJ Dallison, 4,000. Nope. Never. Okay.
0: Not even if there's a fire.
1: Not even if there's a fire. I like that. that's a great quote there. So we
0: move on. This game bums me
1: out. Oh, we already did. I went to the San Francisco game on the on the run. The Sims. Uh, this is the lowest total on the board. Thirty nine. Baker Mayfield is hot trash, uh, as we say. <laughs> yeah. San Francisco looking good against the the defending champions on Monday night. Debo came to play. Jimmy jumping around. I mean, you those got aren't roll. the
0: same Rams from last year, though. They didn't look anything like themselves.
1: Well, their offensive line is not not good.
0: It's non-existent, so. and their defense got punked. Like they got punched in the face.
1: Yeah, they did 99. by men.
0: They had uh, no sacks, no turnovers forced against Jimmy Garoppolo. You know how hard it is to not sack Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, he sacks the dude him falls down long. three times a game just on his own.
1: I mean, didn't he in the Jets game hurt his ankle <laughs> like a couple years ago and go out? I mean, he just he just stood up. Poor Jimmy. Uh, no, but uh, Jimmy is going to win this game. And how I, chalky I, is the- the Niners defense is
0: coming in at 4%. Blinky, 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 3800 pay for the Niners defense.
1: Yes. 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 Build your lineups from the bottom up as the kids. Jeff say. Wilson defense up. stack right there. I love it. It's 5500. He's got a chance to score two touchdowns this week. Uh you could run it back with Christian McCaffrey. I don't think I would no. uh no. personally. No, I'm not going to do that. No. Uh you no. could though. Um that's crazy town. Um what do you think about George Kittle? You Know he nope. is is expensive, nope. yeah. Well, nope. I don't understand the expense. 5200 he didn't do any he four points last week.
0: Wake me I'm when he's not playing left tackle anymore,
1: yeah. Really, when they keep and that's one reason why Jimmy was standing upright was because Kittle was in there manning people. Uh, so all right, let's let's get out of this game because it's making me feel icky and gross and my is going down. Oh, this is Cowboys, baby. <laughs> this game, I, I, I gotta tell you, Bo, I'm, I'm writing my, my stacks article right now. I have a Cooper. I call it the Cooper Lamb Cooper stack, right? And it's a law firm in Dallas, right? And uh, uh, my favorite stack, I think I'm making this week, because you got Cooper Rush, he's super cheap i mean 5400 uh not gonna get you a bunch of points make it you maybe 20 points at the most it's okay that's okay cd lamb though he's not very expensive either you run it back with cooper cup for some reason it's a little bit cheaper than previous weeks when he was not ninety nine million. uh and uh i i like it it's a little cheaper than you'd want because you know you got uh cooper rush only 5400 what do you think about this game and how are you approaching it
0: i'm fading the rams from what I saw, them against the Niners, the Cowboys' defense is better than the Niners' defense, and it's controversial because they're both great defenses. They're both top five. Yeah, the Niners punched this offense in the mouth. They made made all sorts of stops. Yeah, we might be seeing another Tyler Higby 14 target game because that's all the Rams could do with the time they had was throw three yard outs to Tyler Higby all game long and then force feed Cooper cuff because he's the only guy that can get open. Yep. And Or no, Allen Robinson can get open, but they never even off. look to his side. He doesn't even look to this left side. Like Matthew Stafford, the reason why he threw that pick six to Fanga, who Fanga saw all of the games that led up to that on tape. And then he comes in there and sees that Matthew Stafford's only throwing to the right side on every single play, every single time they're running to the right side, right side. He's not even looking to the left where Allen Robinson is. It's all Skaronic, it's all Higby, it's all Cup. They're all lined up on the right side. Stafford gets the snap, he looks right, and he, they're running little three-way trips games the whole game, and it's telegraphed. And you don't, t- you can't tell me that this Cowboys pass rush is going to get after Stafford. Less than the 49ers did, which it was pretty ap- apparent that they had no protection for Stafford. Yeah. Stafford wasn't going to have time to throw down the field. They weren't even calling those routes down the field because they knew they didn't have time for it. Uh, I think it's a very similar game to the Cowboys or to the Niners game last week. So yeah. I'm playing the Cowboys defense backing it up again because they're going to get after Stafford. They're going to force the guy for Stafford has four touchdowns this season to six interceptions. And he's fumbling the ball all the time. He's taking sacks.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you. PFF actually has them at a negative twenty percent pass disadvantage, uh, and so they're going to have to pass the football. They have they have a two percent run advantage, which and that's not really an advantage. Uh, so it's going to be a long day for the Rams, and, and they're at home. So that will be nice to lose it in front of their fans and, and the Super Bowl champs get booed. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I'm not a big fan of <laughs> Dallas, but I'll, I'll watch that and, and I'll run it back. Let's talk about this last game. We'll get out of here. This is probably one of my favorite games. of the. I'm glad it's a, a late game too. Arizona hosting Philadelphia. Jalen Hurts, the truth. We'll just start calling the truth. Uh, how are you <laughs> approaching this? Are you playing him naked? Are you stacking him? If you're stacking him, who are you stacking him with?
0: I'm going to have all the Eagles all over the place. Arizona's defense is awful, and Jalen Hurts is good, and everybody on this offense is getting work. Miles Sanders getting work. Uh, yes. What we saw last week was the Jags were getting getting put on a short field on defense by four lost fumbles by Trevor Lawrence, and so the Eagles were feeding Miles Sanders on a short field, and lo and behold, he scores Branding. two touchdowns. He's Branding. averaging six yeah. yards of carry. AJ Brown at ninety yards. Devontae Smith was catching everything. Dallas Goddard looked good. You can't play the wrong Eagles this week. And of course, if you want to go run it back with Kyler Murray, who's a second half performer, he's a QB two in the second half this year. uh, I think that this is a a game where it's going to be really tough to go under.
1: Mm, I, I agree. I agree a lot. I think the Eagles could score 40 points themselves. So
0: Kyler Murray, 3% rostered projection right now.
1: You could get nasty and run it with AJ Brown and Devonta Smith and Kyler run back. If you wanted to, I'm going
0: to do AJ Brown and Dallas Goddard because the Cardinals are dead last against the tight end position. I'm going to go AJ Brown, Dallas Goddard with Kyler Murray and Kyler Murray.
1: (laughs) It it moved. It moved. It moved. yeah, where, where can people find you, good sir?
0: Uh, Everything is on Twitter, at Bo underscore make big time.
1: I love it. Go follow him. And uh, while you're at it, please, we're on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network's fancy football YouTube channel. Jingle that bell, like, subscribe, right? Our channels have more, uh, a lot more than this channel. Let's get this channel going, right? Let's, let's get it popular and get people uh, here to the, for the broadcast. We'll see you guys next week. And I think our, our show might be... Uh, A little bit different. It might be the NFL Week 6 DFS show. I don't know.
0: Don't spoil it.
1: Oh, man. Damn it. (laughs) Oh, man. Not again.